You're now tuned in to this week's episode of For the Youth Podcast. Today, we continue sharing our collective expertise that'll show you how to harness your mind, understand your body, and control your movements to achieve consistent success and become a strong leader in your generation. And now, please welcome your hosts, Sean Singleton. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Sean the Speaker, a.k.a. Sean Singleton. Oh, wait, that's actually backwards. My name is Sean Singleton, a.k.a. Sean the Speaker. So I'm really excited to come to you guys to bring this author reading because friends and family is like my most, one of my favorite topics. I really genuinely love to talk about this because I think our environment really makes up a lot of where we're going and is very indicative of the things that you know we either are a part of or the things we participate in. And really, they hold the most weight when it comes to influence. So when you're thinking about yourself, when you're thinking about what you're doing and you know sort of what your goals are, I know that a lot of us get stuck into what are my friends doing and am I better than that? Because, you know, getting this comparison game. And so I really want to avoid that. And that's why I wrote Friends and Family. That's why I wrote the chapter, because I wanted to get you out of the mindset of saying I have to compare myself to my friends or, you know, what their parents do or what I have or what, you know, they can have access to or what they've accomplished, because it's not about what they can do. Much more can they sustain the opportunities that they're given to create other ones. So I don't care if you you know, are presented with an opportunity and you have someone in your circle who's like, yeah, come do this with me. This is not a great opportunity for you. It's ultimately, what are you going to do with it when it's presented, when it's your turn? You know, What are you going to do when it's your time to shine? And are you going to be able to keep up with just the demand you know, that is expected of you and what's required of you? Because I think that so many of us put so much pressure on ourselves to perform for the liking of others that we really don't understand what it is that we're doing ourselves. And so with this friends and family thing, I want you to be encouraged to, you know, do two things for me before you, before I read this, I really want to encourage you to one with your friends to just be mindful of what they're saying to you, be mindful of what they're encouraging you to do. Because a lot of times we're thinking about things that we want to do and accomplish, and they may say something that contradicts what we're saying. And yes, they it may be seeming like they're a hater or kind of becoming someone who's maybe jealous or envious, or maybe they're, you know, see you succeeding and they're like, well, maybe this doesn't match up with what we were talking about before. You know, use that as kind of a, a stopgap, like a checking mechanism with friends or family. Am I really pursuing what I thought or is this just genuine, genu- you know, genuine growth? Because I know a lot of times we talk to our friends and we feel that comfort and that safe space where we're just going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. We're just going to say what's on our mind. But we want to make sure it's in a comfortable and safe environment where we have the ability to change our mind. So if they're reminding you of things you said in the past and I'm in that negative connotation, like I thought you said you're going to do this, you know, or this confused look, then, you know, it's maybe time to separate yourself from them or tell them less and just have fun or hang out with them. Uh, but obviously, you want to make sure that your mindset is safe, your environment's safe, and you're really hanging around people, again, that are going to push you to be your best self, that are going to challenge you to overcome the obstacles in your life, that are not going to let you just quit, whether it be on your spouse, whether it be on your friend, uh, whether it be on someone else, whether it be on your life, whether it be on an assignment, whether it be on a career path, you know, just not allow you to just fold up and quit, but really give you you know, some wise counsel in that, just just being there for you, just being an ear to hear, just being someone that you can talk to. All right. So I want you guys to do that for me. And then the second thing I want you to do is to just take in what they're saying, really listen to what they're saying, listen to what you're hearing, because if you can't filter it out, you know, it's a sign that either 
they're truly not someone you want to be around. So you already want to sever that relationship anyway, or it's a sign of just immaturity for you inwardly where you can't really handle criticism. And that's going to hurt you in the long term because a lot of people are going to criticize you, but it really takes a strong person to say, I hear what you're saying, but we're going to do this anyway. If you feel strongly about what you're doing, or I hear what you're saying, it's giving me an opportunity to readjust to make sure that I'm not losing the audience or the customers or the clients or, you know, not miss serving or, you know, missing a step in that process of whatever it is you're creating in your life. All right. So without further ado, let's get into friends and family favorite chapter or one of them. I'm going to say that about everything. (laughs) Friends and family are always the most difficult, however, most necessary place to start because most of the time our environment is the biggest factor that shapes our way of thinking. Growing up, we have all had experiences with people that have affected us in one way or another, whether positive or negative. You must sort and identify everyone currently in your life and determine what type of conversations you can have with them and their influence on you. You'll come to realize that some of those people, you can't provide them information about your life or even future life plans. If you're married or an adult, that can mean reclaiming the responsibility of your life, even against your parents' best interests. And I want to pause right here because I know when I say that, reclaiming the responsibility of your life against your parents' best interests. What I mean is your parents are there to guide you to make sure you're successful in understanding how to conduct yourself as a human, right? It, it, it's not really you know, their job to, to throw you into the wolves or say you should do this or do that. You know, And as a parent myself, I know that. I have no idea what my son's going to accomplish, but I know that if I just give him the tools he needs, he can build whatever it is he wants to build when he gets there. I have to give him the space to do that. And so if you are a parent now and you have a child this age and you're listening in, just make sure that you're giving them that space to do that. But what I mean is to reclaim responsibility is just taking ownership. Listen to what they're saying. Follow the instructions and the rules that are laid out for you because it is their house. It is their space. It is ultimately their domain where you are taking resources from them without necessarily contributing. And even even if you are, they've put in much more time than you have as far as giving you the giving you that foundation and really giving you some substance to go with your personality or character or visions or dreams that you have now. And so you owe them that respect just out of flat out just 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 gratitude and appreciation for who they are and what they've encountered. Because when you have kids, you'll realize, holy cow. I put my parents through this, so it is pretty tough. But I don't. I want to make sure that you understand that, that is not a sign of disrespect. It is merely reclaiming in the sense of taking back ownership and accountability for where your life is going and being able to articulate that and communicate that in a way that's not disrespectful or rude. And so remember, this is not about disrespecting them or not honoring their sacrifice and raising you or even going at it alone with no direction or guidance from those who may have some good insight to give. It's showing courage and maturity by saying, I love you, but I need to make my own decisions and understand how I think. I appreciate all the things you all do and have done, and I hope you don't think I'm ungrateful. I just need to take some time and reevaluate who I am and what I want the foundation of my life to be built on. Surprisingly, some will still have an issue with this, but that's not your concern. Your concern is getting out of this hole, and you can't do that if you're allowing people to tell you who you are as you're trying to build a life into who you're called to be. With your friends, you have a little bit more freedom because typically friends naturally have a way of filtering themselves out when they're no longer adding value to your life. So you naturally trying to build a solid foundation for your life to change will create disinterest in associating with people who seem to be content digging their own holes and switching shovels to do it. So building your foundation is not to say you don't want to bring your friends or family along with you because I understand that there are those who you have developed relationships with 
and history, they always seem to know you the best. The thing is, especially your family, they generally know you for your past, not where you're trying to go or what you're trying to do. So if you still desire to maintain that relationship after you get done building this foundation, try this. Just give them a heads up. Tell them I need some space right now. I'm not crazy and nothing is wrong. I just no longer want to keep digging holes in my life and continue to allow people to tell me to rebuild it. I want to make sure I'm not using this relationship in place of understanding myself and allowing you to be the evaluator of peace, joy, or purpose in my life. So I want to stop there again to reiterate the point where I mentioned that, you know, especially with your family, that they know you for your past, not where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do. What I meant by that is what I referenced earlier. Parents have a goal and obligation really to give you the tools to build a life for yourself, but they have really no clue what it is that you're going to do or what it is you're going to accomplish. You know, and and that's hard for sometimes for parents to really not uh, see that their child is going down a path of, of direct success, so to speak. Right. But it's not like this call where it's like, I am, they don't know anything about me because they, again, they provide valuable insight for you as far as, well, you've done this in the past. They may be able to provide information that you may not know. Well, you've talked about this in the past. Well, I see you leaning in this area. Let me connect you with someone to help you maybe iron out and see if you really want to pursue it. That's kind of the area and, and help that you can ask for and request. It's it's very simple. And sometimes I think uh, we overcomplicate the relationship too much to where it's, it's not like this you know, love. It's like, well, I, I want to be able to put a claim that you're successful and I want to make sure you're doing the things that I didn't do. And that's where it kind of rubs the wrong way, because as, as a student or as a young adult, even as an even as an adult, sometimes if you're still you know living with your parents or still relying on them in some way, shape or form, it's a matter of, you know, I don't want you to feel like I'm your success story. I don't, don't give me things that you didn't do when you were my age that you didn't try without having something to back it up. Like, don't just say you should be doing this because like, oh, when I was your age, I would do this, this, and this, right? That that doesn't really help you because it's like, you're not my age and you weren't, you aren't alive during this time. So I get you're looking back and you wish you would have done this, but there's a way that's got to be communicated. And it's just really a conversation that has to be had. All right, so continuing on. Once you do that, it gives your mind space to breathe and honestly look at the relationships you will miss the most. Those are the ones you want to begin your focus. Determine the value they bring to your life and if they genuinely want what is best for you or are they speaking through a lens of how they see your life going and your potential. A question you will need to answer for every relationship that comes to mind. Otherwise, you will find yourself reverting to your old way of thinking and habits that continue to encourage you to keep digging those holes. So now I want to paint you guys a picture and this is in the book, but I want to do it in a different way because I love how I wrote it, but I want to give you guys an extra um. So imagine that you're standing in a hole and you're ready to stop digging and setting a foundation using bricks and cement. So imagine as you're beginning to build, somehow you notice that your hole is just getting deeper or worse, someone's pouring dirt back into the hole. So imagine you just, again, digging a hole, right? And then someone's just putting dirt back in it as you're digging it out. That's going to get very, very, very exhausting and you're going to get really frustrated or you're going to give up. And both things, right? Or we don't want those to happen because you're trying to do something to create something for yourself. And sometimes you have to widen out your base in order to come upwards so it's solid. And I don't know if a lot of you guys are in construction or not, but generally the wider something is or the taller something is, the deeper you have to go. So yes, you may be in a hole now, but you're intentionally right sitting on something until you can really start to come back up to the top. And that doesn't mean you're intentionally failing. It's just you're widening out the base so you can come up, come back up 
and, you know, really have a foundation for yourself that started at a deep level. So, you know, that as you start to grow and get better and get better and get better, it's not going to fall down. So you want to look at your friends and ask yourself, is this person hindering my foundation? Are they shoveling dirt back in or are they down in the trenches helping me make it wider? Are they giving you materials to build or are they just continually, you know, putting a shovel in your hand and telling you, oh, just keep going, just keep going down, keep going down, keep going down, because eventually you got to come back up. And so I want you guys to leave you with that nugget today as we reread or reread the chapter, friends and family. Very excited about this chapter. I love every chapter, so I'm going to say it's my favorite one every time. Sue me, but just by the book. <laughs> you guys can get it on Amazon, Target, uh, Walmart.com, my website, For The Youth Podcast, uh, Sean the Speaker, pretty much everywhere. So let me know what you guys think of this episode. Let me know what you guys think of the book. And I will see you guys next time as we record the next one as we jump into the chapter. I believe it is called Action. So you don't want to miss out on that. It's going to come out in the next two weeks. Forgive me for the audio on the last one. I think, Bridget, we just had some mic issues. Guys, we're trying to work out the kinks with this mic thing because she is in Iowa. I love her to death, but we are going to get it right. We're going to get it back to where it was, and we will see you guys next time. You've already reached the depth you needed your life to go. You now need to reshape your thinking and start building your new foundation right where you are in the hole you no longer plan on digging again, brick by brick. So when I talk about you know reshaping your thinking, the book Brick by Brick Reshape Your Thinking is not just painting a picture of a person who is saying, oh, you got to change and think like me. It's, it's allowing you the opportunity to express to yourself where are you in your life and understanding what you have to do in order to get there.